0: Whilst we usually praise the Doctor as a hero, zipping through time and saving countless species, thankfully the franchise's writers don't always portray the Time Lord as some indestructible god, except Moffat. Sometimes though, the Doctor doesn't save the day, and these occasions lead to some of the most poignant moments in the show's history. I'm Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are 10 times the Doctor lost. Number 10. When Bill Potts was turned into a Cyberman. In a shocking turn of events to open Peter Capaldi's final two-part series finale, Pearl Mackey's excellent companion, Bill Potts, was shot through the chest by a very distraught member of the Blue Man group. The Doctor, usually quick to jump to the rescue, stands completely powerless as the gaping hole in Bill's torso drops her to the floor. Not a good start, but it gets worse. As these masked, patient, doctor-y things come up in the elevator to take Bill below, she is subjected to the slow process of becoming an original Mondassian Cyberman in order to prolong her life. She may still be alive after all of this, but it's not exactly a life that you'd want to live. You can't unconvert a Cyberman, you can't sonic away a wound like that. The Doctor had confidence that Missy wouldn't balls things up on her first solo outing, but he lost a dear friend as a consequence of his misplaced trust. Number 9. When Grace Died. Jodie Whittaker's 13th Doctor's first outing, The Woman Who Fell to Earth, wasn't all that bad for what many thought would be a disaster from the start. The rest? Eh. Anyway. After being introduced to 13's new Bezies, Yaz, Ryan, Graham, and his wife Grace, events featuring Tim Shaw transpire, and Grace is the first soul of this fam to go. After being killed by the most shocking spaghetti monster you'll ever see, the 13th Doctor loses her first friend, not all that long after she regenerated. The impact on Graham, her husband, and Ryan, her grandson, was immeasurable. The pair find themselves grieving throughout their two series in the TARDIS, and while Grace's form is played upon multiple times throughout series 11 and 12, sometimes to absolutely no emotional avail from the audience, you can't deny that her death at the very beginning of the Chibnall era hit pretty hard. Number 8. When he was blinded after a mission gone wrong Back to Capaldi, Series 10's Oxygen tackled the idea of corporate greed on a ridiculous level. Oxygen is a precious resource, and management restricts how much you're actually able to breathe. In order to counter the system, the Doctor takes the team offline so they can't be detected by the company. Unfortunately, things don't go to plan, as the Doctor ends up giving Bill his helmet so she can breathe. As a consequence of this, the Doctor goes blind. Not temporarily, completely. Unlike other ailments the Doctor encounters during a single adventure, his blindness continued to prove problematic as the episodes of series 10 progressed. While he was eventually cured at the consequence of the Earth being taken over by the monks, it did influence the Doctor to always look at the save the universe game from a different angle. He is not indestructible, and he needs to remember that. Number 7. When he left old Amy Pond to die. Occasionally there is no good way out of a situation, it's a lose-lose if you will. Series 6's emotional dick punch that is The Girl Who Waited is one such example of this. After arriving on the paradise planet of Appalapachia, Amy ends up trapped in a time stream running parallel to the Doctor and Rory's, albeit running faster. As the Doctor and Rory attempt to save the younger Amy, they encounter an older Amy, one who has been waiting for 36 years. Unfortunately she can't also be saved, as two Amys in one time stream can lead to some pretty nasty paradoxes. However, she agrees to help find her younger self under the condition that the Doctor saves them both. Rule one though, the Doctor lies. The moment older Amy is about to board the TARDIS, the door slams shut. Rory protests, but this colder, more calculating Doctor has made his decision. He chose to let the older Amy die. While she will be wiped from existence since the younger Amy was saved before the events of her waiting happened, the Doctor still condemned her to die. It's a tough pill to swallow and it's not gonna go in the 900 year old diary as a win. Number six, when Gallifrey was invaded by Sontarans. Just keeping the timeless children out of the picture for now, the Doctor's relationship with Gallifrey and its inhabitants was always a turbulent one. He felt like an outsider in his early years, hence nicking a TARDIS and blundering about the universe. However, he's back on Time Lord soil occasionally, and in 1978's The Invasion of Time, he rocked up to nab the presidency and proceeded to let the Vardens invade Gallifrey. Sounds very Doctory, right? Well, this was actually all part of his plan. He allowed the Vardens entry, so they would waltz straight into a trap. Excellent, day saved. What the Doctor didn't account for though, were the Santarans also rocking up and actually invading Gallifrey. Whoops, butterfingers. While the Santaran threat was eventually thwarted, the fact the Doctor fudged his initial plan definitely doesn't put him on top of the podium for this victory. Overconfidence be damned. Number five, when he watched River sacrifice herself. Before the constant teasing of spoilers became less spoilery, River Song's introduction in Series 4 Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead was truly mysterious. Rather than being a throwaway single story character, River had a deep personal connection with the Doctor, one he didn't actually know about yet. It's obvious that she's crazy in love with him, and just how far she'll go for him is demonstrated come the end of the story. The Doctor is preparing to sacrifice himself to save those who have been saved, when River knocks him unconscious and takes his place. After coming to and realizing he's been handcuffed, River shares an emotional farewell and sacrifices herself, while the Doctor looks upon the now empty throne, looking utterly defeated. He didn't know her before, but he does now. Every time he sees her in his future, he knows where she's going. He is going to fall in love with a dead woman, and that's an eventual yet overbearing loss that must break his heart every time he looks into her eyes. Number four, when he realized he can't bend time to his will. Fixed points in time cannot be changed. The Doctor tries their best to not interfere too much, but come the end of the Tenant Era, he'd had enough of the rules. The Waters of Mars sees the Doctor arrive on the titular planets only to discover that he knows the history of Bowie Base One. Everyone here is doomed. He shouldn't save them, but rules be damned, he tries to anyway. Adelaide Brooke, the pseudo-companion for this story, is meant to die on Mars, which inspires her daughter to shoot for the stars like her late mother. Her venture sees humanity expand further than ever before, and that's a moment in a species life cycle you shouldn't fiddle with. However, the Doctor, still believing to be the last of his kind, states the laws of time are his. He is the Time Lord Victorious, and saves Adelaide. Upon returning to Earth, she berates him for changing a fixed point in time, before promptly entering her house and killing herself. This forces the Doctor to realise he's gone too far and ended up in said lose-lose situation. If he hadn't have meddled, a fixed point would have played out as every other one does, but he joined the game and lost. Number 3, when Adric was killed in a freighter crash. Companions rarely die outright on Doctor Who, but when it does happen, it's quite the hard-hitting moment. The explosive end of Adric is arguably the most infamous example of this happening during the fifth Doctor story, Earthshock. The Cybermen attempt to crash a huge space freighter into the Earth, Adric stuck on board said freighter does his best to interfere with the Cybermen's plans. After unlocking the controls, he manages to send the freighter back in time, roughly 65 million years previous to the time when dinosaurs ruled the Earth. But as much as he tries, he can't stop the freighter from colliding with the planet. With Adric still trapped inside, the craft smashes into the prehistoric Earth, obliterating both the dinosaurs and Adric in the process. The doctor simply stands, staring at the TARDIS scanner in utter disbelief. He considers himself the ultimate protector, but he failed to protect one of those in his care. Just to hammer home the enormity of this event even more, the credits roll in silence over his shattered badge. Ouch. Number 2. When the Universe Exploded. The number of enemies that want the Doctor dead must have been in its thousands by the time the 11th Doctor was gallivanting about in the TARDIS. So much so, they formed an alliance to take down the Doctor for good. The Daleks willingly worked with multiple other species, that is how serious this was. The mysterious Pandorica was meant as a prison for the Doctor, and during Series 5, the Time Lord's rogues gallery were adamant to put him there. While this alliance was intent on stopping the cracks in time destroying the universe, the Doctor being sealed in a box actually enabled the destruction of the universe to in fact happen. He wasn't there to save the exploding TARDIS, which killed River in the process. Amy had been killed by Rory, who himself had become an Auton, and as said, the Doctor was trapped in a box forever. That is one hell of a loss, if you ask me. Number 1. When he destroyed Gallifrey The Wilderness Years between 1989-96 and 2005 brought about the Last Great Time War. The Time Lords and the Daleks duked it out, and everyone lost. The Doctor, the last of his kind, continued to wander the universe alone, burdened with the knowledge that he ended the war and committed double genocide in the process. While the events of the 50th anniversary special, The Day of the Doctor, bring to light what really happened at the end of the Time War, the feelings of complete and utter defeat still plague Doctors 9, 10, 11 and the final times of John Hurt's War Doctor. The Day of the Doctor sees that darkened Time Lord come back to light, especially when David Tennant's 10 asks Matt Smith's 11 just how many children were on Gallifrey the day it burned. The Doctor has the most blood on their hands, far more than even his greatest and most destructive enemies probably combined. While we know what really happened that day, twisted timelines untying meant these Doctors didn't really know what happened to Gallifrey during the 50th, and that's a traumatic loss and subsequent burden that could drive anyone mad.